Hello, everybody. Welcome to Radio 815. I am Matt Crandall, co-hosting, as always, with Marcelo Inestroza. And we are coming to the end of the road. We are taking a look at our top five episodes of Season 4 of Felicity, the senior year, the final year, the year and a little bit extra of Felicity. Um, we took We talked about the declaration, which last week was the season premiere that was actually the last episode that Matt and JJ had the main credits on. So they did still have their hand in producing and, you know, working on the show, but they didn't write and direct any of the final episodes that we're going to be talking about. But there were some really good ones in this year. Starting on both of our lists is episode six. Oops, Noel did it again. Uh, written by the brain trust kind of of last season and this season again, Jennifer Levin, Josh Reams, directed by Craig Zisk, who did a lot of episodes of Weeds uh, for people out there. And this one, you know, really solid episode, um, focusing a lot and introducing the arc of the trouble with Ben's dad and his liver. So John Ritter makes a welcome return to that and Ben has to deal with his father's illness and being given the responsibility of getting the power of attorney. Um, the comedy storyline is partly uh, Noel lets two obnoxious freshmen move in to the apartment with Felicity and Elena and Richard is just thrilled that that is happening, but they are actually obsessed with Noel, which is why they want to be there. And Felicity has to deal with some stuff with Professor Cavallo, who she thinks may be hitting on her when they go out for lunch to talk about her artistic future. Um, so I thought really solid episode because really good drama with the Ben's dad stuff and the not knowing Felicity, not knowing what to do with that professor, not sure if she's reading the situation wrong. And then the episode culminates where, oops, Noel did it again, where Ben and Noel have a huge showdown and Noel tells Ben that he slept with Felicity and drops a bomb on the whole episode. This episode really, um, it was kind of painful for me to sit through. I mean, all throughout uh, watching Ben really come to terms with his father's illness really brought me back to when my mom um, suffered her stroke. And mm -hmm. uh, the fact that we, um, it happened all of a sudden, actually it happened when I was here. I heard it actually it scared the crap out of me. I, I'm not, I'm not the one that um, called the hospital and everything, but when that when I saw that storyline, um, it was really, really hard for me to make it through this episode. Yeah. And I really felt um, bad for Ben. And I, I, I appreciated the fact that a show like Felicity, that I've said before, doesn't necessarily have to tell stories like this. But the fact that they do and the fact that they give their characters time to sit with whatever issue they're dealing with, mm -hmm. um, I really appreciate it because there are some shows that deal with issues like this, but they don't give their characters enough time to process 
their feelings and, and the situation. And the fact that Ben had to be the one that eventually made all his father's um, decisions as far as his care is concerned really rang true to me because uh, when we had to put my mother on a ventilator, um, it was really a group decision uh, that, that we all made together. And I, I really was touched that my family wanted my opinion and they respected my opinion and they took my opinion, they took my opinion into consideration mm-hmm. before we all made the decision. And eventually when we had to take my mother off the ventilator to let her go, it was just, um, it was just awful. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I really, that's why I particularly found this episode hard to get through, but I really, really felt a sense of, uh, uh, Catharticism, uh, uh, if that's even a word, right. uh, watching this episode. Uh, that's why uh, this might sound a little odd. This, ep- this episode, um, among all the episodes of Felicity, is my favorite one. Uh, and, that other, and the other episode, I can't remember the name of it right now, I'm so sorry, uh, where, epi- where Felicity has a deal with the fact that her parents are breaking up. Those are my two top Felicity episodes mm-hmm. other than one other episode that we're going to talk about uh, in today's episode. Those are my top two. This one is like you said, a really strong episode overall. And even the Ben storyline with his dad is handled really well because when he finds out, you know, that he's being made power of attorney and that his dad is, you know, really sick. He, at first he doesn't even realize how sick and they have to kind of tell him, like, you know, no, no, his liver doesn't work. Like, and they explain to him, and it takes a while for it to sink into Ben, which is kind of like real life, where, you know, when you get bad news like that, you're in shock, so it takes a, a while to process, you know, and figure out and come to terms with what you're actually hearing and what you're understanding. So I thought that was really well done. And then, of course, the interesting decision in this episode is that, Ben goes against his father's wishes for what his dad asked him before. Um, And as we see in this arc, it ends up being a good thing because it does save his dad's life. I really like the fact that all throughout the course of Felicity, we understand that Ben really didn't have a positive picture of his father growing up as a kid for obvious reasons. Right. But I really like the fact that eventually he breaks down in this episode and I love the, uh, I think it's uh, one of the final scenes where Ben just walks into the hospital room and he kneels by his father and he says, I just want you to hang around just, mm-hmm. just for a little longer. I love the fact that the writer of this episode decided to put that moment in there. Yeah. And also um, I really identified with, the fact that early on, earlier on in the episode, like you said, Ben couldn't process. Mm-hmm. Um, because when I was told um, that my mom, because of a heart attack, had become basically a vegetable, it took me like a day and a half to really, to really understand what that meant. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it even took me longer to um, deal with it. I mean, the of way course. that I, the, the way that I dealt with it, um, 
long after my mom had gone was I wrote a movie to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really liked the way that um, uh, Ben handled that as a character because he could have he could have he could have flipped out but the fact that he didn't flip out and the fact that he the fact that he dealt with it as as measured as he could i thought that was a great credit to the character as a whole yeah it really it really was it was a a good episode for that character and made him more relatable and likable and you know it is kind of funny there is funny parts in this episode that is hugely serious uh, so I just want to mention that I do like that Scott Foley runs the gamut at the beginning. He's so exhausted and like just over his guidance counseling job. Like he can't stand it that he's just trying to get any other job. And then of course, you know, by the end he gets his big dramatic scene with Ben where he gets to unload. And we also get some like funny business where Richard accidentally leaves a message on Ben's answering machine that Felicity and Noel slept together and they have to go on a mission to erase that answering machine message, which of course, and that information ends up coming out by the end of the episode anyway, but that whole bit where they realize that he left it on the message and then they go over to Sean's house and, uh, Sean is working on his first product for Schmegan industries, his card vest. Um, you know, those light moments, make the dramatic stuff hit harder in the episode later too, I think, because we're laughing one minute and then like, it's a real gut punch. Those Ben and his dad scenes. And this is the first episode that introduces Lauren played by Lisa Edelstein, Cuddy from house, any house fans out there. Um, and, uh, you know, her character ended up being a lot more important than at first glance. I just, I just want to point out here, Richard is like the worst friend ever. He really because is. <laughs> he he has this habit of just blurring out the most private information about his friends. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm like, sometimes I just want to hit him. But uh, one thing that I forgot to mention in our our uh, our our previous episode, I'm I'm really liking this sort of new direction that they decided to take with. Uh, Noel in the fourth and final season because you know Noel is at this point graduated and, and he's out in the world looking for a job and I just love the fact that he really is you know struggling right now and he's really depressed uh, for, yeah. f- for the lack of a better word or is going to get depressed mm-hmm. and all throughout the course of Felicity Noel has been the one besides Felicity, that is the most together. Right. And to see him sort of have to try and figure out, oh my God, what now? Why am I not being able to get a job? I've got this diploma and nothing is working for me. To, to see him, you know, you know, go through the motions of, of what it's like to uh, try and land on your feet after you go through college, uh, it's just... Really, really, really fun uh, for me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Next episode that is actually on both of our lists again is the next episode. This whole arc, you know, brought some really great episodes. Uh, So it is episode seven, The Storm, written by Jessica Queller, directed by Harry Weiner. And this is the one where 
you know, it mostly deals with the, the storm being the fallout from Noel and Felicity's one night stand. Now that Ben knows, uh, D Wallace shows up as, uh, Felicity's or as Ben's mom, sorry, um, to come and visit him to, to visit his father. And, you know, we, we deal with Noel is also feeling, you know, alienated because of what happened. Um, and so he gets a new job and he throws himself into that job. And this is the first episode with Sarah Jane Morris as Zoe. Um, and in a, a very serious episode, again, one of my favorite moments in this entire season is when Noel and Zoe are making out at his new job and <laughs> they accidentally stumble into her dad's office and he's still there working and he goes, what is going on? And, uh, Noel's like, um, uh, uh. <laughs> and he's trying to think up an excuse. And then they both just say, we thought you left. And he's like, yeah, we, we thought you had left. <laughs> like we were going to do it. Well, I got nothing. And uh, then he gets fired from his job. Um, but of course the meat is that Ben now knows and him and Felicity are having a really tough time. Ben doesn't even want to talk it out. He doesn't want to hear any of the stuff because the stuff with his dad is weighing so heavily on him. It makes sense why this is just another thing that he's not receptive to, you know, her explaining away why this happened and why they should still be together. He, he is not about it in this episode at all. I felt, um, this was actually one of my favorite episodes of the season and I felt really, really bad for Ben for obvious reasons. Like I just said, but I felt really, really bad for Felicity because every time that she tried to get his attention and, and to and to basically plead on her freaking knees, you know, he just wasn't having it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? I want to hate you right now, but I don't. But I understand your pain because I know what it's like to want to say something to somebody and just not to have them be receptive at all to the, to, to the point where you're, where it feels like you're almost trying to punch a wall and the wall won't break, you know? Right. So I really, really enjoyed, Oh, I didn't enjoy, I'm not going to say the word enjoy because it wasn't fun, but I really appreciated the way that Carrie Russell uh, emoted herself in this episode yeah. Because you could just see the pain and anguish on her face. Mm -hmm. And I, I love when actors do that, when they go the extra mile to convey uh, an emotion or, or, or have like big speeches. And this episode has one giant moment at the end that I just really, really love. But I love that that when 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 actors really reach for it. And I thought that Kay Russell did a fantastic job in this episode in particular. Yeah. Oh yeah, she was fantastic. She really got a lot of meat there and there's a lot of subtlety to the performance. And you can see she's always been good, but she's come a long way in the four years in knowing how to say so much more with just a look or a glance rather than, you know, having to even say anything. No, her her really her all, all throughout the season um with Ben and Felicity's relationship drama, she says so much by just her face. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I you know, in one episode in particular that we're going to talk about also in um, later on, uh, she just has like this way, like, like what she does with her eyes. It's it's like it's like I mean, I'm not I'm not sure that all actors can do it, uh-huh. but just just the way that she does it is so good, yeah, um, and so present and and. and and it's 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 like something a little extra that necessarily uh, uh, may may have been written on the page or may may not have been written on the page, but I enjoyed that uh, very very much. Also, I did like the fact that the first job that Noah was able to get in months is the job where he finds this nice girl with some issues. Yep. And she and you know he just has like the worst luck ever, and the fact that you know he's kind of going through some stuff now and he decides to do something really stupid yeah. and he's and he's actually um he loses his job because he did he, he does something really stupid but yeah. just i'm telling you the line reading from scott foley of we thought you left was like i was laughing for like five minutes i had to pause it <laughs> it was just so funny mm-hmm. no i'm like i said and the the final scene of um of no, I, I I think it's the final scene, or it may not be the final scene, but the scene of uh, um, Felicity inviting Ben to um, the Chinese restaurant, mm-hmm. and then you know Ben saying to Felicity, "Look, I I didn't come all this way to talk. I came all this way because you said that you had something to say. What did you have to say?" Yeah. Um, and the fact that she just can't. I mean, you could see it on her face. She's trying to get her thoughts together, but she just can't. And to that point when Ben walks out and Felicity runs after him and she goes, just on the middle of the street, she goes, I love you. And then he, Ben turned around, Ben turns around and he says, I just can't right now. That broke that broke me into pieces. Mm-hmm. Um I What's... really I mean, I mean, you can call you can call me a romantic sap all you want, but that broke me into pieces right there. Yeah, and what's so frustrating is that when he shows up for that, she doesn't have anything prepared, even though she's already written him a letter that he didn't read <laughs> that tells, like, everything of how she was feeling and why, but she can't articulate it because it's it's too strong of feeling, and, you know, they're in such a weird place that, um, yeah, that moment on the street, she hopes will be the thing that can bring them back, and it's just not. Mm-hmm. So next on my list is one of my picks, which is the next episode, episode eight, The Last Thanksgiving, written by Josh Reams, directed by David Petrarca. And the main reason I threw it on here is because Felicity is known for its Thanksgiving episodes, and this is the last Thanksgiving episode. And also, it is the last Thanksgiving that all of our friends are going to have together, mostly, Um And it is fraught with horrible tension because of what has gone on between Ben and Felicity. And Ben brings Lauren as his date to the Thanksgiving dinner, um, which is just such a a spiteful, like awful thing to do. And there's no way that Ben doesn't know that it's this thing, but he's playing it off as if it's no big deal. So, it digs deeper into his pain with the whole situation and with his dad and with Lauren. Um, but it's very frustrating to watch him treat Felicity this way by bringing Lauren to the dinner. Uh, 
and especially knowing that it's the last time before all these people graduate and go to different parts of the world that this Thanksgiving isn't, you know, happy and and great, but that's how most people's Thanksgivings end up turning out. You know, you think it's going to be one thing and it ends up being something else. Then the B story is that Noel is is super lost right now and depressed and his brother visits and they're supposed to go out for like, you know, a nice holiday dinner and spend some time with each other. And Noel ends up getting drunk, meeting a woman in a bar and getting robbed and handcuffed naked in a hotel room and having to call for help, um, which just shows how far down he has fallen and how much he is struggling. Because while it is really funny, you know, his brother says, like, dude, look at yourself right now. Like, I was supposed to be here for us to have a nice Thanksgiving as brothers and you got drunk and we're trying to pick up chicks in a bar and this happened. So it it's a wake up call for Noel to realize that, you know, he's spiraling and he maybe needs to get some some more help. So I thought there was a lot going on. Um, and the fact that, you know, it's the Thanksgiving episodes of Felicity are kind of monumental. So I had to include it on this one. I love when my favorite shows do theme episodes. Mm-hmm. And theme episodes can be a Christmas episode or any kind of holiday episode. And Felicity's uh, Thanksgiving episodes are just great. But the thing that I really enjoyed about this episode, but I wanted to stand up and hit her in the face. Yeah. Um, Megan was like the worst host ever because all she did the entire episode was instigate. Right. right. She, she didn't have to say what she did, say, say what she said at the dinner table. But the fact that she did really pissed me off. But I understand why she did it because she's looking out for her girl, Felicity, but she didn't have to stick it to Ben while they were all having, th- while they all, while they all were having Thanksgiving dinner. She could have waited to do that even before or after the dinner. Right. But the fact that she did it in such a rude inconsiderate manner to Lauren, despite what you may think of her. She doesn't know these people. She doesn't know who Megan is. Right. You you know? But I'm like, Jesus, can't you just give the guy a break? Mm -hmm. But, but, you know, you know, that's neither here nor there. I did like, um, the fact that Noel's brother does, uh, come back into town. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure if that's the same actor from, uh, the earlier seasons, but that actor, I'm familiar with that actor because I, I like Warehouse 13. Yeah, Eddie McClintock. Thank you. Uh, um, facts, man, thank you. Um, I should know that because I love Warehouse 13, but it was, it was, it was really nice to see him again. And for him to be the guy that says, oh my God, no, what is wrong with you? There's something off. Don't you just see it? And for him to be the guy to finally make Noel pay attention, like you said, is just great. Um, and 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 the whole scene with him picking up the uh, picking up the woman in the bar and and being handcuffed to the bed, I thought that was just great. <laughs> that was just wonderful to see. Yeah, and uh, so Eddie McClintock was his brother in season one, um, so he did do two episodes. And uh, yeah, like when the cops come in and he puts the lampshade over Noel's junk, it's just it's ridiculous. But uh, a lot of a lot of fun, even though, you know, it's a wake up call for Noel. 
so next on your list is episode 11, A Perfect Match, written by Julie Blumberg, Joy Gregory, directed by good old Lawrence Trilling. Uh, Marcelo, tell us about this episode. I love this episode because this episode is, is like a sequel to, um, to one of the earlier episodes that we talked about. Um, this episode really brings the storyline between Ben, uh, his father's condition, and his mother. And the thing that I love about this episode is that all throughout the course of the episode, you see Ben sort of struggle with the fact that he has power of attorney over his um, his father's medical decisions. And uh, when his mother um, says, you know, I'm, I'm a match. I could actually have surgery right now and fix my husband. The fact that Ben can't get over, can't get over uh, what his father has done to him in the past is really something sort of heartbreaking and frustrating to see. Yeah. I, I wasn't, I wasn't brought up in, in a bad hassle. I'm lucky that I was brought up with love and affection, but I, I really, really felt for Ben and his anguish in this episode. Also, um, the thing that I really appreciate in this episode is Felicity really, um, in this episode in particular, she has sort of tried, you know, she hasn't given up, but she's sort of pushed the pause button on the, on the, you know, I need to fix things with Ben. She's, she's really, uh, she has made up her mind to what, you know what, I'm just going to be here. I'm not going to push him anymore. Right. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, out, outwardly, you know, scream from the rooftops. I love you. Why haven't you taken me back? Yeah. She really uh, flips the switch on Ben and she makes him uh, have to have to choose. Right. And I, I really, really love um, sort of the uh, midway point of this episode where uh, Felicity um, actually uh, is, uh, is about to get on a plane to go home. And Ben actually makes up his mind finally mm-hmm. and runs to the airport and says, uh, I want to start over. One of the greatest things, one of the greatest character uh, quirks uh, that JJ and Matt gave Felicity, gave Felicity, I think, is her power to forgive. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. Let's say, look, look, I'm I'm completely straight. But if I was dating a guy like Ben, I don't know if I would be able to forgive somebody like that again and again and again and again and again. And again, and the power that she has to just forgive stuff to me is just amazing. And the fact that she says, you know, I'm not going anywhere. I I just I just love that scene. I love scenes with characters who I really love in airports. Mm -hmm. And I really got a flashback to the to an episode of Dawson's Creek uh, where uh, Joey and Dawson kiss and make up in an airport. So that just gave me uh like all sorts of flashbacks that happened in One Tree Hill too, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just, I, I, I just, I just love this episode for the conflict, uh, the main conflict between 
Ben and his mother and Ben and Felicia. I thought this I thought this episode was really really great and really really fun to watch. Yeah, and you know what I liked is that um this was the fall finale or the winter finale before they went on like a big break and they didn't add some sort of horrible cliffhanger like you know when Ben and Felicity they patch things up. It wasn't like uh who will they won't they we're going to leave that over the break. They actually just let it ride, <laughs> which, you know, in other seasons, we've seen that when it's come to the, the fall finale or whatever, they've somehow sometimes pulled a cliffhanger out of nowhere or done a cheap trick. But they just let this stand on its own, which was nice. Throughout these four seasons, I feel like I need like 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 anxiety pills dealing with Ben and Felicity. I mean, for God's <laughs> sakes, people, you know get yeah. to it but i understand i get it right and so the next episode on my list is episode 14 raising in arizona written by andrea newman directed by harry weiner where things again go off the rails for ben and felicity um you know they had been back on track and everything was looking kind of good but then the previous episode ben found out that lauren is pregnant and now he has taken the paternity test. He knows that it is his. And initially he said he didn't want to be involved at all. And in this episode, he starts to realize that maybe that will be like a big life regret if he isn't there. Because he will just be like his own dad who wasn't there. So he realizes that it's important for him to be there for his kid. But then Lauren throws a wrench in everything and tells him that she is moving to Arizona. So Ben starts exploring his options to see if he can apply to be pre-med in Arizona. And his prof says, yeah, I can pull strings, but I need to know if this is 100% what you want to do. And, you know, there's a whole deal where Noel casually tells Felicity, like, hey, uh, there was a message for Ben that if he wants to go to Arizona, he's got to apply by the end of the week. And so Felicity is freaked out by this. And when Ben finds out that Noel told Felicity, he flies off the handle and he's really mad, um, thinking that, you know, Noel was trying to sabotage their relationship when it wasn't any grand scheme like Noel wasn't scheming it was just an off the cuff hey this is happening um and Ben reacts really badly to it and there's even a moment where Felicity and Ben have a big fight and Ben basically says like I'm done and he tells Felicity that this whole thing with Lauren being pregnant is her fault um and it's really like one of the worst the worst Ben moments where you're just like dude Come on. Like, we've been rooting for you and Felicity. We know you're going to have your ups and downs. But for him to try and put the blame for him getting Lauren pregnant because they were on a break, uh, put the blame on Felicity for sleeping with Noel, it's really petty and a really bad look for Ben. Um, and also, Felicity is dealing with, you know, can she move to Arizona? She's got a lot of stuff going on with her own future and a big opportunity in New York. So she's really trying to figure out, you know, if that is something she can do or not. 
And then we get some comedic moments with Javier and Megan are both going out for the same audition now that they're both in the same acting class um, to get a paying gig. And they both sabotage their own auditions so that the other one will get it. But of course, none of them get it. Um, And then after all of the fighting and all of the, you know, Felicity and Ben and all of that stuff, um, the episode does end with things basically patched up. And Ben invites Noel to Epstein Bar to hang out with Felicity and him, kind of extending an olive branch, realizing that he's been an idiot and a jerk and, you know, trying to still figure out he wants to be involved in his kid's life and Felicity wants to stay in New York. So they are kind of at an impasse here. They're not sure what the future is going to bring, but they're going to try and work through it. I'm not going to lie to you, Matt, but when Ben put all the blame on Felicity and blamed her for Ben's idiotic behavior, I wanted to punch that guy through a wall. Yeah, big time. Because I'm like, dude, really? First of all, this girl changed her entire life for you. You've made her suffer God knows how many times. And you've done this. Anything that you've done... Any, any, look, anything that she's done to you is forgivable, right? Yeah. But the thing is, for you to, for you to lay something like that at someone's feet, that's not cool. I'm like, right. Felicity, Felicity did F up, but she didn't F up as bad as you did. Right. You know, I'm like, really, Ben? You are really, you're really wanting me to root for Felicity to end up with no, for God's sakes. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I've always been Felicity and Ben, but every time I see this episode, this episode makes me want to go the other way. Right. It does. You know, um, I, I, I did, I did sort of sympathize. Look, with all that being said, I did sort of sympath, I did sort of like that Ben understood that he, that, that he has to be, uh, um, the best father that he can be and he has to be. Therefore, child, and the fact that when he first went to speak with Lauren about the fact that he wants to, uh, you know, you know, he wanted to be involved in his child's life in the best way that he could, she wasn't necessarily, uh, quote unquote, receptive to it, right? Quote unquote, that receptive to it, that receptive to it. Sorry, people, I can't. Yeah, she wasn't sure if he was just saying that to get her to stay and then you know he'll talk a big game but won't actually show up right but the you know but the fact that he actually came back and sort of gave her that stern talking to yeah uh really made me as much as i wanted to hit him in the face in this episode it made me it made me appreciate him that much more and the and the and the point that and the and the fact that made me say okay ben is cool again the uh, the the fact that he did, like you said, offer that olive branch to Noel and Felicity, and to see them all three, all, all, all three, all all of them there at Epstein Bar drinking together—that's a great name of, of a bar, by the way. Yeah. Um, it was just a great, heartwarming way to end this episode. I I I really enjoyed this episode. I I really did. Yeah, I thought it was it was really nice in that moment because Ben is such a dink in part of it to then have that final moment you know 
kind of smooths things over and it's like, okay, this guy's, this guy's all right. Uh, next is an episode on both of our list originally envisioned as the series finale of Felicity. It is episode 17, the graduate written by Josh Reams, Jennifer Levin directed by the one and only Scott Foley. Um, and of course this was the episode they thought it was the final episode. And as they were shooting it, literally they were shooting this episode the WB called up and said, we need five more. <laughs> and they were like, okay, well, we already wrote this. And so they had to do something completely different. So this feels like if you stopped watching after the graduate, you would be satisfied. You got the full Felicity experience. Um, this episode, some really great moments. Um, you know, they're all going to graduate. So there's a lot of everybody getting ready to say goodbye. And, there are tender moments where Felicity does say goodbye, you know, to Megan and Sean, um, to Javier, who gives her the Dean and DeLuca employee of the month plaque that he wants her to come back and visit. And Elena and Felicity packing up her place and writing her name in the closet. Felicity Porter 02. Um, also, her and Ben get engaged in like a kind of un uh, untraditional, not you know, super romantic kind of way, just like a, Hey, we should do this. And they decide, yes, they should. Um, Noel and Sean lose their job after they had joined that firm. Um, and so they've got to figure out what they're going to do. And by this point, even though Ben and Felicity, you know, get engaged as the episode goes on, Ben realizes like he has to go to Arizona so even though he he wants Felicity to come with him, but she says to him, look, you know, I just graduated. It's my time. And I chased you here. I followed you. Now is your turn. So you go to Arizona and you do what you want. I'm going back to Palo Alto. If you want me, come and get me. And if not, I wish you all the best, which is one of those like, oh, wow. And uh, then we get, you know, uh, a time jump where we see what has happened and we get caught up where we get the actual what I think, you know, was the best way they could have ended the show, um, which is Felicity at school in California and Ben does show up. And says, you know, you were right. It was my turn to come after you. And I thought that was a nice mirroring of the first episode. Every time that I uh, rewatch Felicity, which is a lot. Um, every time I get to this episode, I just stand up. And, I just stand up and cheer because I'm not a fan of the additional five episodes. Yeah. So every time I watch the show, this is the last episode that I watch. Yeah, uh, for sure. This episode has such a feeling of everything is ending to where you feel like, oh, my God, everything is ending. Right. Like, like this episode made me feel like I felt the day that I was graduating high school, for God's sakes. Yep. The day that I graduated high school, I was – it was such a fun day, but it was like – it was like an unreal moment where I, I – 
I couldn't believe that I got there, right? Yeah. I even did I even did a felicity moment where I put on my captain gown early and I just stood in I just stood in front of the mirror just staring at myself going, "How the hell did I get here?" Right. Right? Also, I I do love the fact that look, you know, God, you know, God love them, but Felicity's parents are such a pain in the ass that that they can't that they they specifically Felicity's father can't seem to get out of his own way. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he feels inclined enough to push her towards medicine just really irked me. But the but the fact that she eventually does eventually go back to Madison, but the but the thing that I like is in the is in the final narration of this episode when she does when she says I decided to go go back home and I decided to do pre med, but now I know it was for me and not for them. I did enjoy that a lot, and I and I and I thought that for a first time director, Scott Foley did a wonderful job mm-hmm. uh, helming this episode. And one one shot I particularly liked is when Felicity is receiving her diploma. The shot that um, uh, Scott chose actually does a pretty good job of, of mirroring the shot of her parents from the pilot. Yep. Which I which I thought was uh, interesting. I don't know if you caught that, Matt, but I thought that was very very interesting. Also, I love the fact that she. Um, that she writes her name in the closet. Yeah, I think I, I I think that was very very cool because I believe it was like earlier in the season when she get, first gets to the apartment she she notices all all the names which is uh really which is a really fun tradition to do and I like the fact that she continued that tradition. Uh, but with that being said, my favorite scene of the entire episode is that scene when after dealing. With her father, Felicity just gives Ben the ultimatum. She goes, "Look, you know, you know, I came here for you. It's your turn now. I just yeah. love that scene when Felicity goes, "Okay, I ain't having it anymore. This is how I feel, and you can do with with this whatever you want to do." <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Yes, yes, yes, yes. You put it on his shoulders, girl. Big time. I, I just, I just. Oh my God! Every time that I see this episode." That moment makes me just stand up and cheer, like I said. But I love this episode because it feels so sad, but it feels so satisfying to me. And the ending, when he shows up and he goes, "You are right. It was my turn now." I was just in tears. The, yeah. the, you know, you know, the first time I saw this series, uh, I was just in tears. And the subsequent times that I've seen this episode, I just love it. I thought that it was. So well done, and it was such a nice way to end the show if you choose to end the show here and you don't choose to watch the additional five episodes, which I thought was a dick move by um, the WB because they told them that they were canceling them, number one. They took all their money away, number two. And then to do this was just kind of a dick move by their part. I didn't like the fact that they gave them five additional episodes. That really ticked me off. Yeah, especially because this is... This is the perfect ending, right? Like they wrap up so much stuff. Now, the only thing, and you mentioned it, you know, she goes into medicine 
And she says, not because my parents wanted me to, but because I wanted to. Which is fine, but it's like the only thing that really bothers me about this episode. Because, you know, being an artist is always a hard road. Like, it just is. Um, No matter what your art is. If it's writing, if it's actual art, you're going to hear no a million times. You're going to be frustrated. There are going to be people who don't like what you do. But basically, Felicity, after trying to get into 50 galleries and after being told no, um, we find out that she just gives up on it and goes back to what she was originally going to do. I thought, wow, for a show created by people who work in the arts, that is such a weird thing to throw into the show. You know, I know that they probably did it to make sense of why Felicity couldn't do what she wanted to do in Arizona. Um, You know, she was going to go to that specific school, whereas if she was just an artist doing her art wherever, there would be no real reason why she would have to be grounded in one place. But it just rings so false to me, especially because her parents, even in this episode, are so horrible about art not being a legitimate pursuit. As much as I dislike Felicity's parents, there is a funny moment with Richard doing it yet again. Uh, Richard is in the elevator with Felicity's dad and he's just like, how weird is this, you know, grandpa? And he's like, wait a minute, are you grandpa? Like, I don't know. You know, Ben has a kid now. And of course this is all new information to Felicity's dad. Uh, so I thought that was so funny that, uh, You know, he finds out his daughter is engaged and she's engaged to a guy who just had a kid with someone else all in the course of like, you know, an afternoon. And he's kind of freaking out. So I I enjoyed seeing him squirm and be uncomfortable because I dislike him so much. He is really I mean, we we've talked about it on this uh, podcast at nauseam. He's really, really like to the to the point of being psychotic, overprotective. Yeah, and and the fact that he all always feels like sticking his nose in and pushing um, his daughter into one particular profession, I never, I, I, it never bothered me that um, the writers decided to make her a doctor. But to go off of your point, it would have been really interesting to see her not pursue medicine, but to go into the arts. Mm-hmm. specifically painting the reason why that is um significant is because like i said in the pilot episode of this podcast the person who inspired felicity as a whole uh was uh a girl who uh jj saw in one of the classes that he was taking he was taking in our class and he yeah. saw a girl fiddling with some paint in the corner one day in class Right. So that's where the initial kernel of Felicity came from. And it would have been cool if the showrunners uh, of Felicity for season four would have decided to do that instead of uh, her becoming a doctor. Because if they would have done that, I would have been okay with Ben becoming a doctor instead of Felicity. Mm-hmm. I think that would have balanced things out, if that makes any sense. Yeah. But... Um, the fact that she is a doctor doesn't bother me as much as it does you, but it kind of bothers me just a little bit, but not as much as it does you. 
Yeah, it just it just feels like a cop out to me. But everything else about this episode, you know, really great. I love that when we catch up with Nolan and Sean have a business together and they're happy and enjoying life. Um Megan is going to be a psychiatrist, which is, you know, Megan psychiatrist, like what? Uh, so that's kind of funny. And then of course, like we already mentioned that last scene, um, perfect last scene. If you turn it off there. Awesome. I could just say one thing about Noel and Sean as business partners. Yeah. Sean is really, um, I don't know if it was in this episode or if it was in the, in earlier episodes, I can't remember where this is. But Sean is really, he's really overconfident and he is really like to the point of talking to customers, to the point of not being, not <laughs> yeah. insulting, but he just doesn't listen. Right. And and that, that kind of made me a little, um, it kind of not made, it kind of made me like Sean's character just a little, just um, not like him just a little bit because the fact that he doesn't the fact that he do, doesn't listen and he actually let his ego get in the way of them getting a, a contract really said come on man all you had to do was listen to the guy mm-hmm. and like you're working for him if he doesn't like something that you designed for him I'm sorry this is not in this episode but if you don't like something that somebody designed for you if I'm paying you it's your responsibility to fix it right and the fact that Sean couldn't separate his feelings from his business really uh, made me a little angry. But the fact that uh, um, Noel and Sean actually start a business in this season, start a company this season, I thought was a really interesting way to take Noel's character yeah. because I thought that he was going to end up working at a place like Apple or something. Right. Uh, the the first time I saw this show, because yeah. I was I'm like. That'd be the most perfect thing ever. If he starts working for Steve Jobs, that'll be perfect. <laughs> that'll be awesome. But I, I really like the fact that they hitched Sean with Noel. Uh, yeah. You know, at first I thought that Sean was sort of uh, piggybacking of Noel's success. So I really, I really didn't vibe with that. That 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 part of the story um, that. I, I felt that Sean was sort of like piggybacking on no success and I wasn't necessarily comfortable comfortable with their relationship when it mm-hmm. first popped up. Right. But as it went on, I grew to appreciate it. Um minus that part of Sean not just not getting out of his own way really ticked me off. Right. Uh, so last episode is one on your list, which is episode twenty, Spin the Bottle, written by Joy Gregory, directed by Harry Weiner. It's from the Back to the Future fantasy mix-up timeline, and it features the return of Julie. Yeah, well, um, you just took the words right out of my mouth. The only reason that the only reason in the world that I picked this episode was because Amy Joe Johnson, Amy Joe Johnson, Amy Joe Johnson, Amy Joe Johnson. Yeah, uh, I, I I really um, like the fact that this episode. Um, sort of puts to rest the Sean and Julie thing, right? Like, like I I mentioned it in a previous episode that I was disappointed that they never really um, explored where that relationship could have gone or what they wanted to do or what JJ wanted to do. But obviously, JJ couldn't do anything with it because uh, Amy Joe 
left the show because of personal reasons. Mm-hmm. But I love the fact that the writers decided to do this crazy back to crazy back to the future thing. And they decided to deal with this Sean and um, Julie thing. And I, mm-hmm. I, I, I really like the way that uh, the, um, like, like uh, Felicity's hair is colored a different, uh, different way. And Ben's hair looks different. This episode looks, I, I mean, it, it looks like any other episode, but there's something about it that makes it look, not right, right? Well, almost, I think all five of these episodes are slightly different looking than the rest of the series. Like, they've desaturated the color a little bit um, because it's fantasy land or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. No, and I, I, I just I just love uh, that scene when, uh, after after they have the, um, the big blowout um, in the, in the sort of, Chinese restaurant that they go in after they go back to the loft yep. and they play the game with spin the bottle. Mm-hmm. I just love that entire sequence. And like I said, this episode isn't much to me except Amy Jo Johnson, Amy Jo Johnson, Amy Jo Johnson. Yeah. Um, but I just love the fact that we got to see her one last time. Mm-hmm. And I, I just love seeing for, for the sake of a better word, the original cast together in an off kilter episode, like you said, the colors are a little, uh, the colors are a little bit desaturated, and something just seems a little off. And I just love um, that aspect. Also, a thing that I'm completely forgetting here is I love. Look, I've said constantly on this podcast, I've said I've always been uh, a Felicity and Ben person. Yeah, but I love seeing Felicity and Null together. For mm-hmm. I, I just, I just love the sort of loving and careness that they have to their relationship. Felicity and Ben, they don't have that. Well, to me, to me, they have that, but it's a little different. Right. It's different a little bit feel. more, it's, it's a little bit more heated, right? Yeah. The, the relationship that Felicity has with Noel is a little bit more loving and a little bit more, uh, 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 sim- well, I'm not gonna. Oh, fine. I'll say it. It's a little bit more symbiotic, yeah. Than than the than the relationship that she has with Ben ultimately, and I just love seeing uh, small small little moments in this episode, like when they're looking for an apartment, or 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 you know when when they're in bed together, and you know they're trying to, you know. Right. I just love small little moments like that. So that's the only reason. Uh, so so. Those reasons are the only reasons that I picked this episode, and I thought I thought that was great. Yeah, you know, um, now that we're kind of like wrapping things up, you you can watch those five episodes if you want as a fun like what if. And I do like that over those episodes they bring back a lot of familiar faces. We revisit key moments and see them in a different light. So it is fun to like hang out with the characters for that extended period of time, but. You know, the ending of graduation, the graduate feels so, so right that then when they kick off this whole arc by having Elena be dead and all this other stuff that then, you know, snowballs into this five episode arc where Felicity brings Elena back from the dead in like a really confusing way. And the final episode of the actual series, Back to the Future, is like a clip show. Half of it is her telling stuff and us seeing the greatest hits 
which, you know, when we had such a great actual finale, it all just feels like, yeah, this would have been a nice five episode bonus feature on the DVD. But um, as part of the actual show, I wish that, you know, you could watch those episodes like in the middle of season four so that then we can just you can watch the the final actual run with a good ending. So I would say, you know, for for no reason whatsoever, after uh, a perfect match. So after episode 11, then jump ahead and watch 18 to 22 and then come back and start with the great final run of 12 to 17. And then the show goes out on a high. What are your final thoughts on on the season as a whole and, you know, what Felicity means to you? No, um, I just wanted to say that I really don't. I, I haven't seen the the additional five episodes of Felicity in a while, but before I get to the point that I want to get to, I just want to say one thing. I'm like, what were these people thinking? Like, what were these writers? What were these writers thinking? I understand that they gave them like no time, but I'm like, really, you guys had to do all this crazy wacky stuff, right? I'm, I'm like, no, but I was like, but 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 then making it all be in her head, Felicity having a fever dream, that's all fine. But but like but like um, but like Matt said, I when I watch Felicity, I stop with the Graduate. The, the Graduate is my final episode of Felicity. So, yeah, yeah. Um, going back to what you said before, I added that extra uh, soliloquy there. I've really been excited about. I really wanted to get to this episode because at the start of this podcast, I said that Felicity is my favorite show of all time, and I. And I kept teasing that um, I'm going to tell you why. And uh, now that I'm about to tell you why, I'm getting kind of emotional. But here, here it goes. Uh, about eight years ago, I made the wor- I made the worst and the best decision of my life. I uh, I'm going to explain that in a minute. I told yep. uh, the I I made the bad decision of trying to tell the love of my life, how I felt about her. And she unceremoniously threw me under the bus. She, she really ripped my heart out, put it on, put it on the floor and then set it on fire. Uh, (laughs) um, We've all been there. Yeah. No, but yeah. um, But I've loved this particular person since she, Look, I'm not since she was like 16. So um, I don't know what this is about me, but to hold your judgment for a second, right? Um, um, and I really felt like going under a rock somewhere and dying. As a matter of fact, I was depressed for over a year. I lost a year of my life. Yeah. On this, and the one thing. Besides my friends and my family, the one sh- the one thing that really stitched me back together and made me feel like I would be able to get over this and everything was going to be okay was watching Felicity. That that was the first time that I decided to watch Felicity. I had been told about it by a therapist of mine who uh, who actually well, was my therapist for about five or six years. It was her favorite show, but yeah. I don't know what made me want to watch the show and. Uh, each episode that I watched sort of 
put me back together. And when I got to the end of it, I felt that Felicity put me back together episode by episode. That's why I think of Felicity. That's why I have such a special place in my heart for Felicity mm-hmm. because Felicity in many ways, this is going to sound pretentious as hell, but Felicity brought me back to life and put me back together again. And yep. I had, I had the, 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 the opportunity to actually have a short correspondence with Matt Reeves on Twitter. And, uh, I believe I was talking about his film, uh, let me in. That's how I started the conversation. But, um, yep. I actually brought this up to him and he actually uh, wrote me this nice long message. He was extremely touched and extremely uh, touched that his show or the show that he helped create with JJ could have such an effect on uh, someone like me. And that's why I say, if you're a person listening to this right now and you like a show and, and somebody tells you it doesn't matter, that's horseshit. Right. Because... Um, a show like Felicity or, or any show means someone to the person that's watching it. So if a show does something for you, don't be ashamed of spreading your love for that show. If that show mm-hmm. is important, is important to you, like Felicity is to me or like Dawson's or like Dawson's Creek is to me, you know, scream it from the rooftops if you, um, if you, if you want, because yeah. a show can make a difference in someone's life. Felicity made a difference in my life in ways that I that I continue to be thankful for until this day. And I, I'm just beyond thankful to JJ and Matt for creating this wonderful show and for helping me get over possibly one of the worst periods of my life. Um, I just want to say thank you to them. And it's been great. That is the power of good art, right? It can reflect things going on in your own life or help you work through something and be a catharsis and find a special place in your heart. And Felicity is definitely a a great show for that. Yeah. uh, With that being said, before you uh, uh, bring us home on Felicity, Matt, uh, what does this show mean to you? Uh, For me, you know, it's just, it's like a fun nostalgia trip because, you know, I liked Dawson when I was, younger and then I watched this and like I said a lot of the stuff that happens in Felicity in terms of college and all that kind of thing reflected a lot of stuff in people that I knew when I went to university so it reminds me of that time because so much of it feels true to life um and from the very first episode I ever saw I had a immediate lifelong crush on Carrie Russell who still to this day if Carrie Russell is in anything I will watch it um, Russell is great and just because she's so good and you know beyond that just such great characters and sharp funny writing but it's the heart and the emotion that makes this a show you want to revisit again and again um and it was the first time that i was like who is this jj abrams and matt reeves guys uh you know i I wasn't like a diehard fan of forever young or taking care of business or anything. So this was the first thing that like made me say like, Hmm, there's, there's something here. So as we say goodbye to Felicity Porter next week, we are saying hello to Sydney Bristow. So we are closing this chapter out 
And we will be back next week taking a look at the very first episode of Alias. So you're definitely going to want to check that out to see what JJ had up his sleeves. And as we go through Alias, we will get to some familiar faces from our good old Felicity gang. Um, If you want to reach me, I am at Matt Crandall on Twitter. And if you have any questions or comments about the show, hashtag Radio 815. Marcella, what's the best way they can reach you? If you want to reach me, you could just basically do the same thing, except I'm on Twitter at uh, CreekFanatic88. Perfect. So that is Felicity. We're tying it up. We're putting a bow on it. And we're not going to cast a spell and bring friends back from the dead. Uh, We will be back next week with Alias as our J.J. Abrams-a-thon continues. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Have a good day.